Welcome to A Cup of Java with Dr. Nava. And today we have Evan Rabin here with us. Evan was born and raised in New York after working in, a, in corporate America doing enterprise sales at Oracle and Rapid7. He formed Premier Chess in September 2017. Premier Chess currently runs programs in 80 schools and companies, including the law firm Kramer Levin. He is a U.S. chess national master. I cannot even tell you how excited I am to have you here today, Evan. Uh, Evan is not only a chess master, he has taught my own children in chess over a summer program, and he's a wonderful friend as well. So uh, just to start us off, Evan, um, when did you first become interested in chess? When did this become a passion for you? So yeah, when I was seven, my brother and my dad taught me how to play. I quickly joined a program at my school, Churchill, uh, which, by the way, was a learning disability school. Mm -hmm. um, my good friend, uh, Shanaz Kennedy, used to actually run the chess program uh, there and actually still does. Uh, she's a women's international master, originally from Akoa in, in India. And uh, yeah, like I, I started playing tournaments right away. Two months after that, I went to the Nationals um, and uh, pretty much never stopped playing since then. I made master when I was 20. Uh, wow. And I've actually taught chess on and off since I was 12. And how, Evan, how do you make master? How, how is that? How do you get named um, a chess master? So it's actually fairly simple. Um, at least in the United States, you basically get your rating up to 2200, uh, which in other words is about the top 1.2% uh, of players uh, in the country. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just a matter about getting your rating up there, um, you know, typically by, you know, playing lots of tournaments. Wow. And you said you started at age seven and you just kind of kept going. Uh, that's fantastic. So you had that persistence, which is wonderful. Um, what what benefits would you say chess has uh, for cognitive development in children or just child development more generally? What are some of those benefits um, that parents yeah, well, we actually teach, uh, you know, three to 100 plus in age. So it really is for, you know, all levels. Um, you know, we thought, you know, anywhere from preschoolers to, uh, you know, Bedrat Hashem, I actually taught a Holocaust survivor chess, uh, you wow. know, for the first time, yep. uh, you know, two years ago at Lincoln Park Jewish Center uh, in Yonkers, uh, where I'm actually a member. Kyan um, Grossman uh, is the guy. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, look, for, for, for kids or for adults or, you know, really any age, um, you know, it's just a matter about critical thinking. Um, it's a matter of uh, always uh, trying to find, uh, you know, the best move, uh, whether it be on the board uh, or not. Um, and, uh, you know, thinking about things a little bit more, thinking, uh, you know, ahead. Uh, but also it's uh, a lot about confidence. You know, I, my personal story, I really do think just uh, helped me overcome, uh, you know, my learning disability. Um, actually, uh, one of my podcast guests, uh, Dr. Adina Blickstein, uh, actually a fellow uh, psychologist, uh, you know, actually invited me a couple months ago to a, a virtual conference that she was doing, the, the Guild Dragon Conference, and I actually talked about 
uh, how I overcame my learning disability uh, and how chess actually helped. Um, wow. and, and the biggest thing is, you know, when I when I was on the chess team, um, was the first time I had a lot of good friends, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, one of my best friends today, Matthew Feldman, uh, you know, actually lives in Hawaii, but uh, he, 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 you know, every single time I see him, uh, you know, we hang, we hang out, and, you know, he's from the virtual chess team. Uh, and actually another one, uh, you know, Fabio Bottarelli uh, actually runs a chess company now. And uh, he, he actually is pretty much exclusively in special ed schools in the city. Uh, actually, oh, so, yes, uh, uh, you know, niece. Wow, that's so, so you're saying not only does it build critical thinking skills, but it also can really help with socialization. It gives you a peer group uh, right off the bat. And uh, and you said it really helped. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a peer group and, you know, it's, it's a network. You know, I, I travel around the world now, actually. I'm going to Dubai next month to, you know, visit the World Championship uh, and the World yeah. Expo. Um, and I'm, you know, going, for instance, with, uh, you know, two friends, uh, you know, Carlos Perdomo and Oren Hudson from, uh, you know, down in Atlanta. Both of them actually run test companies down there. Um, and now we're, we're actually meeting with uh, a, a good friend who lives in Dubai, uh, who's originally from Uzbekistan, uh, wow. who, who actually lived in New York for, for a while. So um, and we met, you know, when he was playing tournaments here. So, um, yeah, there, there, there's definitely, uh, you know, like a great community uh, all around the globe, you know, through, through the game. And speaking of kind of globe trotting and getting to look at the world a bit with chess uh, tournaments and competitions, um, I have just recently, I kind of was late to it. I just recently uh, saw the Queen's Gambit uh, for the first time mm. on Netflix. And uh, what an amazing, amazing show. And I'm just curious. And a lot of, you know, it, it makes me think of the Queen's Gambit because she traveled so much and um, and uh, it was kind of exciting to go to France and to go to all the different locations she went to. Um, mm. What impact do you think the Queen's Gambit um, had on chess and kind of the interest of people in chess? Yeah, well, Queen's Gambit has been absolutely massive for chess. Uh, Dylan McLean actually quoted me in the New York Times is talking yeah. about how uh, a lot more women uh, got into the game. Uh, and how our virtual business actually went up 150 percent, uh, you know, afterwards. Wow. Um, and, you know, look, I meet a lot of people uh, like you, Nava, as you know, I, I am a big networker and I, you know, get out there. Um, but people used to say, you know, wow, I didn't know chess was a thing. You know, now people, I, I tell people that I meet for the first time that, uh, you know, we run a chess company, uh, you know, and, and the first thing they ask is, you know, have you seen the show? You know, uh -huh. you know, of course they have, but um, yeah, no, it, 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 it was great for chess, uh, you know, lots of PR. Um, my good friend, uh, Bruce Pondolfini, um, you know, was an advisor to the film. Uh, you know, he did a great job of making sure that, uh, you know, it was realistic and everything. Um, and uh, he also brought in Kasparov uh, to do, uh, you know, some extra consulting uh you know for for the film and uh yeah no it, it, it was great for chess and um pretty much you know it, it was the biggest chess boom i would say since uh you know probably bobby searching fisher. for bobby fisher 
Yeah. I was searching for Bobby Fischer, uh, which actually portrayed Moose. Moose was actually an advisor on that. Um, and then actually, yeah, in 1972, the Fisher-Spassky match, which actually Bruce was also a big part of, uh, he was actually giving commentary um, wow. on, on the match, uh, in which I'll be lineman. So, uh, yeah, Bruce has been uh, an integral part of that over, over the years. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know this, Evan, I think we might have discussed this way back when, but I actually started playing chess when I was 10. And uh, I loved it. I fell in love with it right away. My brother taught me how to play. And I actually started a chess collection. I started to collect chess sets from all over the world. And I have probably between 50 and 80 <laughs> chess sets now. My husband just made me a customized one for my last birthday. And I taught my uh, oldest son, Judah, and my next son, Jonah, how to play. And now they, Judah can absolutely play me under the table. That is for sure. But one thing I tried to do when I was watching the Queen's Gambit is I tried to see, were all of her moves absolutely accurate, right? So here she is, she's an actress playing. Um, and for me, you know, it was hard to track all the moves because they were, you know, she moves so quickly with her pieces. But was that something that you noticed? Did you notice the accuracy of her moves? Have they been able to ensure that each of those moves are accurate? She just, she has to do it so quickly. I was just curious if you happen to notice that. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I would say thanks to, again, you know, Bruce and, and, and Kasparov, um, you know, they did a lot of consulting. A lot of the games were actually based off of real games. Um, oh, wow. Like some of them, you know, were directly, uh, you know, games. I forget which offhand. Uh, you know, we're, 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 we're more than, but, um, yeah, we, um, yeah, like they, they were definitely based off of, of, of some real games and, uh, That's yeah, so there, cool. there was no like, you know, obvious mistake. For sure. That's really exciting. Um, so, uh, I don't know if you have a favorite opening or a favorite closing for a game. Do you have a favorite way you like to open a game or close it? Or is every game different for you? Uh, yeah, well, there's uh, a lot of different openings I play uh, in, a, in a repertoire. Uh, I recently, actually, a couple months ago, uh, released a whole opening repertoire video. Uh, actually, oh. uh, it's available for sale on EffectiveChess.com. Um, I and many other actually strong chess players uh, recorded some videos on there recently. Um, Grandmaster Alex Lenderman, International Master uh, Andre Zaremba. Uh, Laura Smith, uh, many other top players uh, recently did uh, videos uh, on there. Uh, but yes, you could see my whole uh, opening repertoire essentially on there. Um, but uh, yeah, like I would say my three, you know, sort of like, you know, main, main, main openings, you know, I would say uh, is E4 as, as white. Uh, Bobby Fischer actually used to say uh, E4 is best by test. So mm. uh, there you go. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the Carol Khan, uh, and then, uh, well, the Nimzo Indian and, and Queen Didian, so I guess that's four. Although, really, E4 could lead into, uh, you know, many different openings. Uh, you know, in terms of closings, um, you know, one, I, 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 I do like to um, sometimes kind of share, uh, you know, one common misconception, I would say, of, uh, you know, so, some beginner test players which is most games don't end in checkmate. 
Um, mm-hmm. you know, last night I was teaching our adult uh, intermediate virtual uh, group class. Uh, and I was going over actually three different games uh, of some of the students that they played in the last couple of weeks. And in each case, they actually all went for like more complications than they should have. You know, they all had like simple, better positions. And it was a lot better for them just to amplify and, and exchange and just outplay their opponents. Uh, but in each case, and it was interesting actually, because I, I did like some extra like thinking about it. And like one student was actually like a 12 year old who would give a special permission, uh, you know, to join the, the adult class. Uh, another guy was, you know, maybe in his like 40s or 50s. Another guy, uh, you know, is, is a senior. But like all of them, uh, and, and maybe that's, you know, actually something that, you know, would be interesting to, you know, do some research on with someone yeah. like yourself. <laughs> uh, you know, having different, you know, ages and, and whatnot, like affect people's, uh, you know, chess play. Um, I don't know, you know, that, that, that's something to, uh, you know, think about. Yeah, um, absolutely. But um, anyway, without, you know, anything about it too much, um, you know, basically the, the idea is like most games don't necessarily end in checkmate. Um, sometimes it's just, you know, you're down a piece and your opponent, you resign. <laughs> right. Uh, but if I had to say like my favorite type of like checkmate, you know, it might have to be the, the smothered checkmate. The smothered checkmate? Yeah, where you smother your opponent's king, uh, you know, in between its own pieces. Okay. And just to review, Evan, the, the three openings you mentioned, you said E4, and what were the other two you mentioned? Uh, well, actually four. E4, the Carol Khan, uh, the Nimzo Indian, uh, and the Queen's Indian. Okay. I love the names. I, I wonder who does all the names. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of funny chess names, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, that's great. Um, okay, so you have done this incredible thing where you started in corporate America and then you went to uh, you went off and created Premier Chess. You are in, uh, as, as we mentioned before, in over 80 schools, you're in uh, law firms and different companies. Uh, can you tell us um, a bit more about Premier Chess specifically? What was that like? What was that um, kind of it, it, I guess you take somewhat of a risk when you leave the known corporate America and you go off on your own, but you've been incredibly successful. So what were some of the things that you think led to that success? And uh, tell us a bit more about Premier Chess. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started Premier Chess uh, four years ago, uh, almost to date, actually, uh, September 2021. And uh, before that, I was uh, actually running my previous business, uh, Pillar Sales, which actually represented uh, software as a service uh, companies, uh, you know, doing sales and, and business development. Uh, and I was teaching chess uh, a little bit uh, on the side uh, here and there. Um, look, frankly, like my first venture was not uh, as uh, lucrative as I, I thought it was going to be. Uh, and uh, I was starting to actually look for other sales jobs uh, like I was doing at Oracle and, and Rapid7. Uh, 
Uh, but, you know, I figured, uh, you know, why not try selling what I love, you know, chess. And uh, within 14 months, uh, sorry, within uh, two months, uh, we were in 14 schools uh, and had 10 instructors uh, working for us, um, which was, you know, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, in New York, New Jersey, actually up in Binghamton, New York, uh, was actually our first school, uh, Seton Catholic. And, um, yeah, it was just a great time. And, uh, you know, we've been very busy since. Wow. That's really exciting. And, and we, as I said, two of my kids were at premier chess camp, uh, a, a few summers ago and they really enjoyed themselves. Um, so here we are, we're talking to a national chess master. Evan, what's it like to be a national chess master? What, what is it like? Uh, it's interesting, you know, I mean, it, it definitely varies, I would say, on the person. Uh, yeah. You know, some people are, you know, using it, you know, professionally. Um, you know, some people are, you know, just, I would say, look, using it in their day-to-day -day lives. You know, yeah. people, um, if you're a chess master, but I mean, look, not even if you're just a chess master, if you're just, you know, someone who, you know, dabbles in chess. Um, I think a little bit more likely to, uh, you know, be confident, uh, you know, think, you know, critically. Um, also, you know, look, travel, you know, I've, I've traveled in, in, in 21 and 27 countries. Um, wow. Next month, I'm going to uh, Qatar and, and, and um, the UAE. Uh, so that's, that'll be 28 countries. Um wow. 29 actually so um yeah you know look it's, it's just um you know my specific role you know i could talk about obviously a little bit more um you know there's there's never a dull moment you know we're, yeah. we're, we're always setting up new school programs uh always setting up new corporate classes uh, we're always connecting you know uh people to you know private teachers um and uh, yeah, we're just, uh, you know, we, we, we appreciate uh, any time like this to, uh, you know, get, get our name out there as well. And uh, we, we look forward to uh, having you, uh, you know, come on our podcast uh, yeah, I'm, next I'm month. Excited. So. I'm excited. And, and Evan, you mentioned all that you've been to all these different countries and you played all these different games across the world. If you had to pick one game that was the most meaningful to you. Do you have a game that just stands out in your head as something that was really meaningful or really exciting or really anxiety provoking, something that is kind of salient in your mind of all the different games and places you've played? Yeah, well, I don't know about any like specific games, but I will say uh, when the last time I was in Israel in August 2018, uh, actually like a month, I think a week after I saw you, actually. Uh -huh. um, well, first met your kids, uh, actually. Um, yeah, I, I won a tournament in Jerusalem. Um, and, uh, you know, it was amazing. It was a nice small tournament. Uh, my friend Rafael Conchar, who actually uh, moved from Jerusalem to Beit Shemesh, actually is running a, a really nice uh, league right now in, in, in Beit Shemesh uh, and some chess classes as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, he, he, he brought me there and, uh, yeah, it was just great to, you know, meet everyone and, uh, you know, get first place in the tournament. It's really, really exciting. And what a wonderful place to be. 
Um, and I guess my last question, Evan, is if you could give a PSA, a public service announcement about chess and tell the world whatever you wanted about its many benefits, what would mm. you say? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say the biggest thing is uh, chess really is uh, someone for everyone. Uh, you know, whether you're, you know, a three-year-old or, you know, an adult or a hundred-year-old, uh, you know, it, it, look, it, it, it's for you and it's the time to start is, is, is now. You know, I just actually uh, did a great event this past Sunday uh, with my dear friend, Mendy Hurwitz, actually, of the Chabad of Yonkers, uh, and together with the police department. Um, Mendy, actually, in addition to being uh, the Chabad rabbi there is actually also a, a chaplain in, in the police department, um, the one rabbi on staff uh, there. Uh, but, uh, you know, I only mention it because uh, obviously it's top of my mind, uh, you know, from, from being like two days ago. But uh, also, uh, you know, just great. You know, I saw like you know, some kids, uh, you know, also, you know, even this police detective you know, who never even like dreamed about playing chess you know she was like oh this is like for my kids not now like no this is for you yeah <laughs> you know and and, and and really like i i taught her literally how to move the pieces and like you know 30 minutes later she was playing a, a pretty decent game uh you know against me um so that is like the good thing with adults too you know if an adult wants to learn it quickly uh you know they they, they can uh, at least in terms of how to play and have some basic strategy. Um, so yeah, just, just get started. Would definitely love to, you know, hear from everyone. Uh, we do um, primarily uh, corporate classes, school programs, and private lessons. Uh, we also have a virtual group class series uh, as well. Uh, if anyone has uh, any questions, they could certainly uh, check out our website, uh, premierchess.com. Um, or they could uh, email uh, evan at premierchess.com or uh, actually book an appointment to chat with me directly at calendly.com slash premierchess. So, uh, Nava, thank you so much. I, I really do value you as, uh, I would say, like a friend and, and colleague uh, and client, actually, like all of the above, essentially. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for uh, you know, bringing me on today. Thank you so much, Evan, and I love that Again, chess can help with critical thinking. It can help with socialization. It can help with problem solving and cognitive flexibility. There's so many beautiful benefits to chess. So please check out the Premier Chess website and get a chance to meet Evan Rabin and the wonderful, wonderful things he does. Thank you so much for being here, Evan, and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hope you all enjoyed. Please feel free to share the podcast with your friends and family members, with your parenting groups. Also, feel free to check out my resources for kids at realabilities.com and at drnavisultan.com. You can also check out my brand new comic book series for children. It's entitled Real Abilities the Omnibus, and it's available at Amazon, at Barnes & Noble, on Book Baby, at Target, and in a bunch of other locations. It's also been in schools across the country, and kids have really seemed to enjoy them. It teaches about empathy, kindness, and about the beauty of difference. I'm wishing you all an incredible week up ahead. May it be wonderful and may it be meaningful. Thank you so much and all my very best.